0: The following program is intended for mature audiences.
1: Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly. to you, too.
2: He's so Haoli, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted
3: to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: or chip or something
1: What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung
2: problems because he smoked too much turtle weed which is bad, right? What? I don't smoke weed Hawaii has a big future I, I, I want to become a part of it People I know every of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy What we're about to say See we're on a mission Trying to find a way If you Not easy to leave again. Took my clothes and put them in my bags. Try not to think just yet of leaving. Looking out into the sea. My shoes and my cigarette Wondering which of my friends will be there Standing with their legs around my neck It's not
0: Welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man.
3: And I'm Dr. Aloha.
0: All right, and this week, we're going to be doing Hawaii music from the 70s. There's been some great bands from the 70s.
3: Absolutely. How are you doing? All right. It's, you know, <laughs> Labor Day weekend, and everything's closed. <laughs> you know.
0: Oh, it's not like this off positively. But I'm back in my
3: apartment, which is amazing.
0: Well, that's great because you did have some issues.
3: Some. (laughs) (laughs) Needed a new roof in Lanai.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's because one of the things that you have to deal with in Hawaii are
3: termites. Termites.
1: (laughs) Whee!
0: there's not already enough against us.
3: (laughs) Uh, So, I mean. I did a kind of a shitty job not gonna lie but it's safe and i have a roof and i can stand on my line eye so i'm happy i moved back in
0: well we discussed that that um you know there's only limited businesses that do certain kind of work and you really just kind of have to accept the fact that some people are just going to do <laughs> shitty work i mean i was i picked out a bunch of stuff that was wrong
3: Oh well, yeah, some of it's glaringly obvious and other, other stuff they kind of covered up, but whatever, you know, yeah. I just feel bad for the owners because they're such a sweet elderly couple who probably have no idea.
0: Yeah, well, you know. Anyway. Welcome to paradise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're going to be going uh, over 20 songs from five of our favorite 70s bands. You know, we, we have done music shows before and we do these shows to remind all of us how vital and important Hawaii's bands are to Hawaii's culture. And the people, so please, as we've said before, support these amazing bands. Purchase and download their albums and songs on iTunes or other locations.
3: Please do. Support them any way you can.
0: Uh, You know, Hawaii's music is dying because uh, there are so few avenues for musicians to make a living in Hawaii today. And on top of that, you know, the truth is the demographic for Hawaii music is just so small.
3: Yeah, and unfortunately, locals here—the majority of locals here—live so poorly, and it's, it's just they don't have the money to.
0: No, they don't. We've discussed put out for this. So. Yeah, and we've discussed that before too. You know, not only are you dealing with the fact that it's highly expensive to produce an album here in Hawaii because it's the highest cost of living in the country. You know, you're looking for a band of four people. Let's say maybe they're going to put out their first album. They've been doing gigs all around Hawaii live. They're amazing, and they have to raise or come up with $10,000 to do their first album. Especially meanwhile, today. meanwhile
3: you they can barely pay rent, you know?
0: They can barely pay rent. So, you know, these are like bands you're never going to hear from. because It's so sad. It's, it, it is so sad. And the other thing is, is not only is that against them, it's the fact that the demographic is really locally just to Hawaii.
3: That's kind of true, yeah. I feel like, you know way back maybe even in the 70s right it was more like the music was more popular in California maybe like I don't know know, some other area Seattle
0: yeah I mean it was really big back then they did albums that were cheap to produce that were cheap to make And the music got out across the country. And now, with just the way music has changed and iTunes and everything like that, music doesn't get across the country like that.
3: It's very confined just to the islands. You know, it's interesting because I didn't discover Hawaiian music at all until I came to Hawaii. It's really true.
0: I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just the way it is. So, you know, today I know many Hawaii bands that just don't have the money to record. And that's just the way it is, and everyone's gonna miss out. You know, it's unfortunate, so please support Hawaii's musicians, past and present. Okay, guys?
3: Please, please.
0: Alright. Now, our intro song was from Keola and Kapono, Beamer, Honolulu City Lights.
3: Such a classic. I love that song.
0: I love this song. This This is... I don't even know how to explain this song, really. I mean, I would say it's probably... It's one of my top 70 songs. I would say it could be my top.
3: Top 70s songs? Oh, top... I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying it was like from 1 to 70 ranked. No. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> Get it now. 70s. Got it, got Did it, Did you got smoke it. a joint before we started this I one I don't yet?
1: smoke.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
3: Um, <laughs> but it is pretty early. <laughs> I know. I so only I had a couple sips yeah, of coffee. Yeah, me too. But... but
0: yeah, it's like... But I would. I, if someone was just to put me on the point, I'd probably say that was like my favorite 70s band because it just reminds me of leaving Hawaii or returning to Hawaii at night and seeing the city lights as you land and it's just a beautiful scene.
3: Yeah I agree I mean the song is very moving and it just makes you want Hawaii (laughs) makes you yearn for it if you're not there.
0: I agree I agree with you. Now the 70s and the feeling of the 70s in Hawaii back in those days was really a time of uh, innocence you know there wasn't a lot going on
3: Super laid back.
0: Super laid back. It was, you know, there was a lot of drugs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, that was everywhere. That wasn't a Hawaii That wasn't
0: right. That just wasn't a Hawaii thing. And what you're going to realize when listening to the 70s music of Hawaii, although when you're in the mainland and you never, you know, depending on the age of people that are listening to this particular podcast, the sounds of the 70s in Hawaii we're not too different from the sounds of the 70s on the mainland. <laughs> in California and the West Coast and things like that, it's pretty amazing. But the thing is, is these are songs that so many people were never, never really able to listen to that much on the mainland. Although it, it was there.
3: Certain pockets.
0: Certain pockets, yeah. But now you're going to be able to listen to all the great songs. And maybe it'll interest you so much that you'll want to go back and start listening to all the 70s bands in Hawaii.
3: I hope so, because it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And... You know, Hawaii in the 70s, you know, when I first moved here in the 90s, I was listening to 105.1 that still exists on the radio today. And the songs that I was listening to in the late 90s were these songs. They, because you know the Hawaii, Hawaii works, they're like 20 years behind schedule. So you will listen to the 70s songs in the 90s.
3: But it's also just some of the best Hawaiian music out there, and that's what 105.1 plays. I still listen to that station all the time because it's just so calming to me. So yeah. if I'm driving to work, I'm in traffic, I always put that station on, and I love it. I don't care if it's playing 70s music stuff.
0: <laughs> yep, and I love it too. And when you talk to a lot of the local people here, you hear how they talk about oh, man, I haven't heard that song. It's so long. And and you just like, you know, and but then you, you kind of sit back and go, I don't have that connection to that song.
3: Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Because we didn't grow up here. Because we
0: didn't grow up here. And then you're like, I want that connection to that song. Wow. I'd like to have that connection.
3: Some of us weren't around in the 70s no, yet. No, so. I do so yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I, I was born in the 70s. You were born in the 80s. 80. yeah Yeah, eight, 1980. <laughs> you know, when, we, when I first... Uh, came here in the uh, '70s. You know, th- this was the music I was listening to with my parents. Yeah, that's great. You stuff. know, and it was um, it was blasting on the the ship that Aww. I first got on to go across the islands. This was the type of music that we were listening back then. It does bring back memories to me, but I don't have that connection when I hear about oh, you know, like we're in the car or the jeep or whatever, and I have friends in the car. I go, oh, put that up, man. I haven't yeah. heard that song in so long, and I'm and I'm like this is like new to me man i want to listen to this song forever now (laughs) yeah so it's just it's just amazing how things have changed
3: well we hope you love it too i mean the 70s music from hawaii it's just i love all the music from hawaii but the this music in particular i think it's almost moving
0: it's moving it's very peaceful it's very Very uh, calming it's very dreamy it is yeah and i love that old sound of the 70s it reminds me of some aspects of the mainland 70s but it's just a different feel it's it's just, it's amazing because i feel like everything that hawaii does does better than the mainland right like all like if you listen to the 70s here and the 70s in the 70s the man yeah those good 70s in the mainland but of course. when you listen to this i'm like oh you know they know like they hawaii know what knows what they're doing and how they do it right right it's just a it was just a different time and it was a peaceful time you know we were like in between wars from the 60s i believe it was the vietnam war and and everything, and there was all this peace and love, and I don't want to go to war, and drugs, and acid, and marijuana, and Jeez. shit like that. So it was a crazy time, but it was a fun time, and it was right before, you know, Hawaii really started to build up. It was like this: the '70s was the last period before Hawaii started to get over
1: mm-hmm. built, right. and
0: and just like all these different things. It's like Hawaii was still relatively hawaii it seems like between the 70s and the 80s hawaii absolutely exploded
3: right like you said it was still innocent back then
0: yeah it was still innocent back then so that was really the this this this, this time frame was really the last time frame of the sorry but the the real hawaii you know yeah. it's sad but the yeah.
3: raw hawaii the raw like to hawaii say. yeah yeah
0: yeah Okay, so we'd like to also thank more patrons for coming on board. Katie and Lee for supporting the show. We really appreciate you guys. And Dale, mahalo for increasing your patronage. We truly appreciate every one of you who has chosen to support the podcast and keep us on the air. Without all of you, this podcast wouldn't be possible.
3: Thank you, Dale. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'd like to discuss some changes going on over here. I think I've told you all during uh, several of the podcasts that... With a downtime that we all should be making the most of it and for entrepreneurs like myself uh, a lot of change has come over the last five months you know we were forced to change direction really
3: mm-hmm. well yeah you just stopped working yeah so. yeah
0: yeah and you're forced to realize that whatever you had been doing or are doing now isn't right for you you know like we've talked about this in the other podcasts like now's the time where you make a decision am i going to find other you know avenues of income Am I going to get rid of my dead end job? Finally, this is your opportunity to do that. So I just chose to branch out and create new businesses that would bring multiple forms of income from different places and see what happens and although i'm not making any a goddamn dime yet from any of them (laughs) you've been working hard i've been working hard to expand them so i wanted to quickly mention that the new endeavors i will be starting and launching in january of 2021 i have recently taken full ownership of hawaii jeep tours and will be combining it with hawaii jeep and specialty tours Uh, to streamline the business. That's the first thing I'll be relaunching in January.
3: Congrats. Thank you, it finally happened. I know.
0: I'll be launching, Now, this is a fun one, guys. Worked on a long time on this one. I will be uh, launching Hawaii Brew Bus Tours, which will be our brewery and distillery tours. And I'll be doing it in a vintage yellow Volkswagen bus. I
3: think you need to insert a big chihu right here. chi <laughs> <laughs> This is really cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll be doing uh, tours for guests coming to Hawaii, as well as Kama Aina for uh, party bus tours, for bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, birthday parties, and anything else you want to celebrate. Now, Amanda said divorce party, so <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> why, wh- not, hey right?
0: why not? Let's do whatever we can do.
1: That's a thing.
0: So this is this is uh one that actually had been brewing in my mind for 5 years at least.
3: You've been talking about it since I met you. And it's
0: finally happening and I'd like to thank Mark, patron Mark for helping and supporting and contributing to supporting uh this particular business effort. Yeah. Thank you Mark. Love you. Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I will be also launching our all inclusive travel agency hawaii travel tours and rentals so all of you can book your entire all-inclusive vacation with us as well as your tours across the hawaii island chain
3: awesome one-stop shop
0: one-stop shop you're going to be able to do everything right there so we are becoming now a travel agency starting in january 2021 you can book everything with us we're local we're here we live here Yes. We do it all.
3: You just need tourism to reopen.
0: <laughs> so right Details. now, yeah, So right now, it sounds like, man, I'm going to be in the money while well, I, <laughs> I ain't making nothing. I ain't making nothing because nothing's going on here.
3: But one day, <laughs> yeah. one day, someday.
0: One day, we'll see It'll what happens. Great. But it's, you know, a lot of time has been put into this. I know. I'm working with several people on the travel agency as well. Nothing's finalized on that yet. But yeah, this is going to be a big effort for many people. And I'm just trying to lead the way to inspire people to you know that awesome. don't give up yeah even though I'm sad as hell and depressed right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working baby At least
3: you're getting shit done
0: I'm getting shit done okay so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. All right.
3: Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have
2: joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show.
3: Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right. We are back now the question is when can you all return to hawaii
0: yeah what is going on with this what is the Uh, most latest thing we've heard
3: now they're saying january 2021 okay which is interesting because you called that a while ago
0: i called it a while ago
3: i thought fall would be safer i I thought january would explode with flu and i don't know
0: is it i mean we still could be getting a combination of flu and covid Mm-hmm. come a couple of months
3: we'll have to see what happens yeah we'll have
0: to see what happens but we had just been watching something on the uh, hawaii tourism authority it was on um you know it was on tv and this guy was really kind of upset and aggravated and he came out and said you know what you can just forget everything until january 2021 and like we were like a little sh- taken back and shocked <laughs> when he came out and said this and one of the main reasons why and 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 this does make sense he makes perfect sense i didn't really I don't think we were either one of us were thinking about this particular thing but they were saying that why the hell would we open in October November or December and the hotels open with 20% occupancy
3: yeah that's exactly what he said
0: you guys have to understand the
3: hotels are the ones resisting they don't want yeah, to open yeah because they'll go bankrupt, bankrupt.
0: you cannot open a multi-million dollar billion-dollar resort and have only twenty percent occupancy.
3: Because how do you even pay to keep it open, let alone it's pay gonna, employees? Yeah, you can't. It, it's
0: going to cost more money to bring back the furloughed employees and have the air conditioning running than to bother. So they're not; they don't want to do it, and they're going to resist, and they're probably going to. They probably. I think all the hotels are actually combining now, and they're getting together and saying, "Guess what? Yeah, we're not opening to January." Yeah, that's yeah, well, that's just a little bit of a scary fucking thing. It
3: makes sense, though. but it
0: does make sense. Why would you? Why would any business open with ten percent their yeah, business or twenty we'll percent of their business? They'll
3: just go out of business. They'll it's go true. right.
0: So you guys, we, we, that's this is a little bit of a shock for us, but we just heard this this week, and with the way Hawaii is working right now,
3: <laughs> yeah. So we don't know if it's true or not, but it's a good point, and it might be true. Yeah, kind of. We were taken aback, but know, who knows? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, who we'll knows? keep you posted. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. All right, so 1,300 local businesses and mom-and-pop shops have closed in Hawaii. That's
1: horrible. That's
3: devastating. This
0: Silly, this number came in this week, too. So 1,300 local businesses. And Anyone who loves Hawaii, you're going to come here and find one of your favorite places no longer existing. It's just a, It's just a fact now.
3: And the mom-and-pop shops are what makes it so special, the shopping here anyway. And I know. Now it's going to be all these big business chains left open. I don't want
0: to see all big box stores here. No. I don't want to see all Walmarts and Costcos and Target Targets and and you it's becoming it. that Lost. way. It's becoming that way and Hawaii's losing its
3: charm. Charm.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's charm. It is. And that's sad. So hopefully I don't I don't know you're going to come to Hawaii that's going to be opening new businesses and you're going to have to fall in love with the new places because the old places a lot of them some of them may be gone
3: and it's sad but change is okay as long as you know the mom and pop shops do reopen yeah. one day if it does end up being all big box stores like you're saying I'm that's s- when i'm going to be really depressed
0: i'm still arguing about uh why Leia coffee house being closed
3: i know this happened we a so while sad. ago i
0: was so sad like i i'm I ha- i'm devastated with that alone like if they close the la mariana tiki bar i will that would, cry
3: i will sob my eyes yeah, out
0: that would devastate me right now it still is just staying closed right now obviously we've we went by three times we've now to try so to get hard. there and it's closed it's closed
3: but you know what they're probably making a good decision
0: they probably are because they're only going to have like 20 yeah though. yeah yeah all
3: uh, right so here's an interesting one we've no. seen a lot of um retirement and paid leave for the leaders of hawaii recently who just haven't been delivering during this p- pandemic you know
0: you are very kind
3: um i'm not kind i'm just not gonna <laughs> word things the way you do <laughs>
0: well i didn't really hear you say anything like being upset about this
3: oh i'm I think it's horrible. Yeah. I'm mortified over this. Yeah. I'm. It's an embarrassment to our state. But it
0: it is. We've, we've, we, I don't know how many people, five to seven leaders of Hawaii have decided that they're going to take retirement or paid leave while the rest of the state suffers. This is a lack of leadership from the top. And obviously, that's the governor. The governor is a complete and utter failure. He doesn't lead. You know, Hawaii. Is very easy to go through life when everything's going great. So you don't need a leader. You just need a dummy in there. But now, when we see a crisis, that's when the leader skills come out. And we have realized now that he is not a leader, but I knew he wasn't a leader since the missile crisis happened here.
3: Right, and you have said that. And I, yeah. So, guys, check out this article that Civil Beat put out yesterday. Yeah. Um, what was the date yesterday? I,
0: it's posted on my page. Okay. Oh, posted you it posted it? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I sent this to you. Yeah, I was like, I'm
0: posting this on my page, Facebook page. So this is unbelievable. my
3: friend sent it to me, and I read it, and I was like, wow, thank goodness for Civil Beat, because they just called Ige out on everything yes, publicly, yes. and it needs to happen. So, this one quote from the article Ige doesn't inspire his team to excellence. He doesn't inspire at all. I think that just was so telling. <laughs> really, though.
0: Hawaii has a, once again, like you, Hawaii has a very nice way of saying things. <laughs> I would have went way off that ball. I would have went way off the cliff with that article. Like, I would have even gone, I would have even gone beyond that.
3: But I think it's good. The article was wonderful because it no, called him out it is. on everything. And that's just not something that happens often here. It, so no, you're I thought true. it was fantastic. It's
0: true. I mean, for me, I'd be saying how many local Kapuna died because of his leadership. It does
3: say that. I believe it does say that. It does say that. So, I mean, it doesn't say how many.
0: but Yeah, it, but I'm, I'm, it's a question I want to know is how many deaths are on his watch. Right. I think all of them.
3: I mean, it's impossible to know, but yeah, I'm sure...
0: Because things were not done and put in place, like the tracers and everything that should have been done long before, you know, Tulsi Gabbard came out and I, and, and said, listen, this should have happened five months ago.
3: And thank goodness for Tulsi.
0: <sighs> thank goodness for Tulsi. Uh, Josh Green has done a, a decent good job. I, don't, I have a few issues, like this latest video he posted with him dancing in the kitchen.
3: Oh, I didn't see that. Oh my God. Really?
0: Everybody stay in this weekend and dance in your kitchen while you're making like a five-course meal for you and your wife. Uh, people, uh, Doctor Green, people don't even have food right now. They're in three-mile lines to I get food. Know. And you're dancing around in your goddamn kitchen?
3: So the Civil Beat article wasn't the nicest to Josh Green either, although it was not nearly as brutal as it was to Ige and others.
0: So Civil Beat, if you guys want to know what's going on in Hawaii and get the real story... They
3: don't sugarcoat. No,
0: they don't sugarcoat. But also, the issue I have with Civil Beat is each article is written by a different author, and, and some of them are real idiots.
3: So some of them are very opinionated yes. and don't do their research. Right? Yeah, that's true. I have that yeah. issue as well. Yeah. But sometimes they put out some really good stuff, and lately they have been.
0: Well, they're. In, I think they're like a nonprofit, aren't they? Or they're somebody who's like, I don't know where their income's coming from. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe if they can get just get some real journalists, because I know Hawaii doesn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they can just put out really good stories.
3: <laughs> anyway.
0: Okay, where are we at? I don't know what this We're is. The airlines? Yeah.
3: It's fine. Airlines fun. to start charging you a fresh air fee? Is that true? <laughs> what are you talking about? You mean? A oh, you mean their prices are skyrocketing? On top
0: of the kitchen sink when travel opens again. What, what I'm saying is, yeah, what they're going to do is all the airlines are not making any money right now. You know how this works. So what's going to happen is when finally Hawaii opens and everything opens the airlines obviously are gonna take the opportunity to screw you they're going to like make you pay for everything. You know what? I don't know, will for recirculated fresh air. Will they charge you for that? Oh, no, do you hear what I'm saying? Because I of do. COVID. So when you're coming here, oh, we have recirculated air and it's only going to cost another $5.50 on top of your ticket. Yeah. I mean, this is the type of stuff the airline plans on doing, so you guys have to understand that.
3: I mean, they're already charging for baggage fees now and they're charging like, for every stuff that they didn't used to. They're
0: charging for everything, but the thing is is they are going to take the opportunity to take advantage of people who are dying to travel again.
3: Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Which is everybody. Which is
0: which is everybody. So if you get I, I don't want to tell you to book now, but you could. For you could book now for next year.
3: To save and the save the money,
0: money that they're gonna jam on you when everything opens up. I believe that's what's gonna happen. So um, we'll just let you know.
3: That's true. That's a, good, you know. that's a good point. It's yeah. just so hard to predict everything. Like well, when will it be safe?
0: <laughs> we've been doing pretty good here. We've been doing pretty good on when we think things are going to open, when we think things are going to get going. We've been right so far, it's just the state has kind of like dogged us.
3: I just never predicted that we'd be in this, you know, state of affairs right now. I can't
0: believe that I will possibly go an entire year without working in Hawaii. If I ever imagined that in my life, I'd be homeless.
3: (laughs) I know, right? I mean, my
0: God, you know, And, and I'm just like shocked that this is where we're at, that I mean, I like almost forget how to do a tour already. It's just like, it's just, what is a tour? I'm going to have to go out on a tour by myself and try to remember everything that I do.
1: It's It's sad. It's
3: been, what, six months now? Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts.
0: Okay,
4: let's go take one more break, and we'll be right back. All right. right. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth, and 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt-A-Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean. From Malka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. Okay,
0: so we are back and we're going to talk about what Eric says.
3: Okay. Okay. What does Eric say? Hey,
0: Wade and Amanda, I figured I'd introduce myself. Excuse
3: me, Amanda? (laughs) (laughs) Try again.
0: (laughs) Amanda. Thank you. Oh, my God. You guys know the Bostonians. They put R's at the end of every word that there is no R, and then where there is an R, they don't use an
3: R. I love your accent except for my name.
0: (laughs) Amanda is going to eat some bananas. (laughs)
3: Okay, she sorry. loves bananas <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay, Eric, sorry about that. I figured <laughs> I'd introduce myself. I recently started listening to your podcast, which I think is great. My girlfriend and I made our first trip to Hawaii about a year ago. We got to spend some time with some of her family and then some time to explore the island. Altogether, we were here for 10 days. We are hoping to be back late fall or early winter of 2021. Anyways, your podcast led me to Andre in the Aloha General Store for video shopping. So, mahalo for that. It was awesome. Anyways, just wanted to say hello and keep up the great work. Aloha.
3: I love it.
0: I love that, too. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, and Eric, so it's funny you mentioned Andre in the Aloha General Store because we're going to be working with Andre and Jen Uh, which are the owners of the Aloha General Store on a new business venture. So I am currently in the process of uh, designing the new business's uh, intellectual property and we will be working on an ad for them to put on the podcast as well because we truly support Andre and Jen. They're one of my favorite stores in Hawaii and on the North Shore. Me
3: too. Hey, just really quickly, on the same note, Mm -hmm. if you guys don't already follow them on Facebook, follow Aloha General Store and you'll see there's a post up there with your artwork. He's asking people to vote on their favorite design. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, check it out. Okay,
0: so you guys go to the Aloha General Store Facebook page and go ahead and check off which design I made you like. Yep. Awesome, <laughs> yeah. Because an- Andre had a great idea. You know, he's already putting the idea in motion, and we're going to obviously, but re- it's going to be it's revealed today. Yeah. So we're going to go from there and see what happens, and then once we get it all copyrighted and everything and trademarked and all like that, uh, we'll be doing an ad and putting on the podcast after everything becomes legal. Pretty cool. Yeah, and Andre will also be coming onto the show after the COVID passes. To discuss business and politics. <laughs> oh, yeah, <yay. laughs> That'll be a fun one. <laughs> because Andre... <laughs> yeah, a small Andrei, business owner. He's a small business owner. Andre has his own perspective, you know, on what's going on in the world. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so a few weeks ago, we did a podcast on moving to Hawaii, what you need to know.
3: Yes.
0: And friend and patron Steve had some things he wanted to discuss about his move to Hawaii and what was important for him on planning...
3: And yeah. yeah, so just to fill everybody <coughs> in, so Stephen and Leanne had been on the show once or twice?
0: I believe once. Once, okay. And then on the old podcast, they were on once. Oh, okay. The yeah. old podcast So too. twice and all.
3: So they're wonderful friends yeah. and they somewhat recently ended up having to move back to Seattle.
0: Yes. So we, you know, the issue with that is, and we've told you guys, I'm in the process of losing now my 12th friend. And they're a board member of my nonprofit. They can't do it anymore. They can't survive in Hawaii anymore. Um, just and this with,
3: is somebody who's born and raised.
0: Yes. And the issue with that is, is her husband was a small business owner. And his business was close to where rail was being built. It completely destroyed and wiped out his business. And then after COVID, he tried to survive. And he just said, I'm done. How do I say this? It's not worth it. Like the cons outweighed the pros yeah. of continuing the small business that literally Hawaii destroyed before COVID and now completely destroyed after COVID.
3: And on top of it, they have kids to raise. They have
0: kids to raise.
3: So I and
0: know. what happened to the kids?
3: Oh, you want to talk about that? <laughs>
0: you can talk about it if you remember the, what I told
3: you. Of course I do. It's okay. so frustrating. So they were at the beach swimming mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. swimming is the one legal thing you can still do here.
0: Only you got to be in the in water. water. You can't yeah. be on the
3: beach yeah. lounging. Yeah. Um, They got hungry. Because so... you're going to get COVID on the beach. <laughs> Don't get me started. So, Don't so... get me started. You
0: can't go hiking because you'll get COVID on the, the hiking fresh air. trail. The, the fresh air, air is going to give you COVID. COVID. Yeah.
3: Anyway. Yeah. So they were hungry, so they ran out to get some plate lunches mm-hmm. and then drove back and what, they sat in sat on car. the side of the
0: road, not even in the parking lot because it's closed. Yeah, the so they're lot. on the
3: side of the road and they're just eating their in food the the truck. in the back of the truck. And guess what? They both got sighted. Yeah. Because I guess, what were the reasons? There Number was a, one, they,
0: no distancing, no social distancing and different people in the vehicle
3: do they not live in the same household? Is that uh, what? Some of them didn't. Okay, so that's what happened. They checked their IDs and legally we're not allowed to be with anybody who doesn't live in the same household <laughs> as us right now in Hawaii. So yeah, they got cited for that and then also for not wearing masks even though they were eating or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's so crazy. It makes me so angry. It's like the state is just trying to make money off of citations now because it's the only way they can get money. Sorry, so. Steve, for breaking into this, but this is what's happening. No, Sorry, Steve. Yeah.
0: So that's... This is where we're at. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. There's, there's some Nazi activities going on here right now. Cause some commie activities going on where you can't sit on the side of the road. Uh, even the Listen, there's a difference between enforcement and laws and just fucking common sense. Yeah. If you're on the beach by yourself, there's no one on the beach and you just want to get your feet wet. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're in a depression. Maybe you're having a hard time and you're on the beach by yourself and you have to have police come over to you and tell you to get off the beach because you're a problem? I know. It makes no sense to me. I think it's me. just
3: how the state's making money or how they're reaching their quota every month or like I don't even know, but it seems like that's all it is yeah. because it, clearly these people aren't risking anybody. No,
0: and people don't understand that Hawaii right now is the most locked down state in the country.
3: It's horrible. Okay, so
0: we're we've become like a Nazi state right now, but you know what? Tiffany we have not become a Nazi state like you guys.
3: <laughs> well, that's not her state. It's Victoria. Yeah, she's a she it's not in the country. state. It's a state in the country. But do you want to talk about that really quickly? Yes, go yes. Ahead.
0: So there's two incidents that we just saw in Victoria uh, down in Australia. One of them was the police force in Victoria got a warrant to go into people's home to arrest a pregnant mother that made a Facebook post. Have you ever heard of a more Nazi type of thing than that. That's what the Nazis did, okay? And then the other thing was, just yesterday, two old women in their 80s were sitting on a bench park with their dogs, and seven police harassed them, took their phones, and told them they were going to be arrested if they don't get out of the park. Why? And I'm telling you, they were physical with these two old... Yes.
3: What were they doing they, wrong? Are they the not park allowed to be closed. in the park? Yeah, oh, the park was closed. okay.
0: Wow, that's horrible. Are you really going to treat people like this? And do you want me to tell you how many cases Victoria had on that day? I don't
3: know. 47. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? All right, Tiff, stay away from there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm blown away. I don't really, I, I don't really know how big Vic- Victoria is, but let's say it was the smallest. Let's say it was about the size of the smallest state in the United States. I don't know why, Connecticut or Rhode Island, let's say. Um, if the state of Rhode Island, the entire state of Rhode Island only had 47 cases and you're going to do Nazi stuff like this, that's not a lot of cases. We we would love to have that many cases in Hawaii right Right? now. Right. So I'm, I don't know what's going on in the world today. Things are happening all around the world. And I hope everybody does not just accept these things. So... Yeah.
3: What about our other Aussie friends, like Gary?
0: I'm sure Gary. I don't even know if Gary lives in Victoria or not. I do not where
3: anybody lives. I but, know.
0: But I mean, I I imagine that there's no way he would agree with that stuff either. But see, of course
3: they're not going to agree with it. I just wonder if they're being affected.
0: I don't know yet. I don't mm. know yet. But I've talked to people on my tours from Australia, and they've told me that overall they're more of a. There's some issues in Australia in general.
3: It sounds like it. A whole I didn't country. quite realize that but yeah, yeah I, did, like I, I thought
0: I thought Australia was you know a free state man <laughs> but I guess
3: not but anyway, Anyways, going, going, going back, back to, to Steve. No, hold on really quickly. Okay. Back to the beach story yeah, yeah, with yeah, the citation. Yeah. So I will say that the other day I went to Cavella Bay with my friends for a quick swim just because it's my friend's birthday and we can't do anything to celebrate. So we just went for a swim with our floaties in the ocean mm-hmm. to celebrate her birthday and just be with her. Um, but on the drive to the North Shore, there were tons of people laying out on the beach so everybody's like starting to rebel and nobody's listening anymore
0: i do agree with you the people are rebelling those people all over waikiki beach even and there weren't even police on that speech so i th- the thing is, is that we they just don't have the enforcement to enforce everybody and people just don't give a shit anymore
3: yeah they don't people are over it
0: yeah because you closed us down back in march april we said you know what for covid and to help the kapuna let's do it but what they did when we were closed is that they did nothing Right. And that just showed that w- that we su- we went through that suffering, trusting our government and our leaders to do what they were supposed to do, and they didn't do it. And then we opened up, and then all these cases come up, and everything they were supposed to do when we were closed the first time, they never put the things in place.
3: And they're trying to do it now, unsuccessfully. To do it now
0: after they they closed us again this
3: time they had all these months when we were closed to work on this and get it in place and they didn't do it it. and now we're rebelling pissed so now we're rebelling now (laughs) anyway now let's get back to steve sorry steve
0: okay sorry steve that was crazy um (sighs) what's up wade and amanda okay here are a few things about moving to hawaii in no particular order i have so much to share but we'll share only a few things okay number one Know where you want to live. If you want to move to Hawaii, hopefully you have been many times before and have an idea of where you want to be. If you haven't and just want to up and move to Hawaii, you must come over and do some recon. I would advise securing housing before arriving on island. Craigslist is your best resource and your worst enemy. (laughs) Meet the landlord in person. If a deal sounds too good to be true, it is. Did
3: he have an issue with that?
0: Yes, and, we, and I was going to go look at the property for him. Yeah. and But he ended up, I don't know, clearing things up and taking care of it. Because I think one of the properties he had looked at was too good to be true.
3: Gotcha.
1: And,
0: and it was. He could never get in to see the place. He could never get the keys. See, so you know something's fishy. It's a scam. It's yeah. a scam, yeah. Number two, work. Unless you are independently wealthy, you will need a job. haha <laughs> yeah. Most people moving to Hawaii are aware that the cost of living is higher than they are used to. It is mandatory that you investigate as to how much higher it will be for your own lifestyle especially now with the young brothers racket that's going on and the government here soaking everyone for every dime they have if you don't do this research you may find your stay in Hawaii difficult if not impossible and short-lived I recommend having a solid job secured before you move if you come here first and then look for a job you'll need a lot of money saved because it can take a long time to secure a gig as a mainlander. My wife had approximately 15 interviews before getting a job at King Intermediate School in Kaneohe. Locals are weary to hire mainlanders for a couple of reasons. One, they want to give jobs to locals for obvious reasons. Two, mainlanders tend to boomerang and leave. So be prepared. I had a job secured six figures before coming to hawaii and i was comfortable enough but didn't really add to my savings and not
3: many people are going to be able to do that six figures is really rare here
0: and just so you know for particular reasons even with a six-figure salary what happened they left
3: they left yeah they left it doesn't mean you're going to be living large think of it that way yeah
0: and before we get into the last and number three i want you guys to understand that uh, many of the friends that have left 12 of them, so going on 12, half of them still have on their Facebook pages and everything that they live in Hawaii. <laughs> and that's fine, because their intention is to put the intention out there. because right, they want to come back. Yeah, Steve and Leanne are going to come back to Hawaii. That's, a, that's an they absolute. They will, and I, an fully, yeah, I fully believe it. But they made a decision right around when COVID was hitting that this is what we're going to do. We're going to go home, you know, to the mainland. I'm going to make a little bit more money than I was making in Hawaii. And I'm going to save it and put it away. And then I'm going to come out here and buy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Steve made a decision for him and his family. You know, we support him fully. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll be back. He'll yeah, be back. He'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. And, you know, other people are going to be leaving. Like, Dave is going to be leaving now.
3: He's heartbroken. And
0: David is, guys, if you don't know, David is... They know David.
3: He did the hiking Yes, episodes. yes. He
0: is the uh, one of the premier and best hikers in Hawaii.
3: And he's just an all-around amazing Amazing person.
0: man. He had a choice um, because he works for Delta Airlines. And he had a choice. Either lose your job or you got to move to Seattle. Seattle is not the place I'd want to be right now. Well, hopefully you can by connect the way. with Steve and Leanne and yeah, they you
3: know, can have some true. friends. So you have to like set that up.
0: Yeah, I'm going to set that up for everybody. So Steve, if you don't know or I don't believe you ever met David. but You'll love him. One of my closest friends, uh, he has to move to Seattle and he's very nervous because just the move and, you know, not being able to hike anymore and go to the beach and things like that. He's very nervous and it would be great if he had family in Seattle to hang out with. Just to have a connection to Hawaii still.
3: Yeah, to have a connection to Hawaii and just to have a friendly face nearby. Yeah,
0: exactly. So we'll be keeping you updated on that, Steve. Okay, number three, logistics. If you decide to move things to Hawaii, this is for you. We did a lot of research and pods was the best price. We used them to and from Hawaii. They were reliable and it worked out well. The only thing is the largest pod is 16 feet long, so we reduced our life to one container that size. (laughs) Uh, you know what? That's great if you can do that. Me, Good I just came. I just came out with two
3: suitcases. Yeah, I just did the suitcases. So too. I didn't even need <laughs> I that. Know.
0: I do recommend pods. The others were ridiculously expensive. Note that a pod takes four plus weeks from the mainland west coast to Hawaii, so you need to plan accordingly. Vehicle moves are pretty straightforward. Matson was our only option to and from Seattle. The process is pretty smooth. The biggie. Biggies are nothing can ship inside the vehicle. Oh, yeah, I got that, too. I was looking into that, too. The vehicle okay. must be clean and no more than a uh, what is it, a quarter tank of fuel in the vehicle at time of shipping.
3: Wow.
0: I'll help get your 66 Cutlass to Hawaii, bro.
1: <laughs>
0: Aloha, bro. Okay. That is really the only way. He chose, because he loves his truck, he chose to ship it out here, and then when he left, ship it back.
3: It makes sense. I you mean, know, if you have stuff you love and love, you're attached to, I yeah, get it. I yeah, do. Yeah. I just didn't have anything I was attached to.
0: <laughs> uh, me neither. I sold everything that yeah. I had before I left. I just didn't want to bring any baggage with me, actually.
3: Mm-hmm. It
0: just depends on where you are in your life and what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of. So, Okay, so let's take a break and listen to Keola, Incapono, Beamer, Sea Breeze, and then we'll discuss... Brothers band. And then we'll start getting into all the music because now we're going to be entering the second half and we're going to get right into it. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back in a few moments.
2: And
1: I'll
2: Say that I'll be- Abu na na na
0: And we're going to be talking about
3: Keola and Capono Beamer, or the Beamer Brothers.
0: There we go. Right on.
3: Um, Yeah. So just before I get started really quickly, this made me kind of sad. Do you know that when I tried to research them, I got zero hits on Keola and Capono Beamer and Beamer Brothers? Zero hits on Google. I had to actually research them separately. That is weird. Because they're also individual artists. Yes, most yeah. of, most
0: of these some of these bands that we're going to talk about.
3: D- didn't but move as on. a group together, yeah, yeah. nothing out there. Really, and it, they're such a huge group in like such a huge group in Hawaii. So that made me really sad. Yeah, that
0: is sad. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. It's
3: really telling. I really struggled with a lot of this research for the same reason.
0: Well, you know, maybe because, yeah, I mean, it's kind of been lost in time. These guys.
3: So I had to research them individually and do my best to put it together a little bit. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Just as a preface to this, but yeah. So just to tell you, it makes me really sad that there's not more information out there because, yeah. I mean, I got a lot of information. It's just yeah. kind of individual. Let me,
0: let me uh, mention something, too, if you guys don't notice. Um, we're going to get into um, all the other bands, and we're going to play five songs from each band. Uh, But uh, the Beamer Brothers, you know, we did the intro song. We're doing like, we just did like the middle song. Mm -hmm. And now at the end, we're going to do another song. So we're only doing three songs of these guys. Right. But we could go ahead and we could put a bunch more together. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: um, So we're still going to, though, discuss about, you know, their careers.
3: Yeah, for sure. And
0: you guys go out and listen to some more of their music and purchase their music. Absolutely. Right on.
3: All right, here we go. Let's start with Keola. So Keola Beamer is a Hawaiian music legend and master of the slack key guitar. Mm -hmm. His career spans from the early 1970s. His debut recording in 1972 was headlined Jack DeMello, Presents Keola Beamer, entitled Hawaiian Slack Key Guitar in the Real Old Style.
0: Now Jack Demello is the one who uh, produced all of Brother Iz's uh, CDs.
3: Oh, that's awesome! Yes,
0: yes So this guy, oh. yeah, this guy, this guy still is very popular now. Everybody wants to be somebody here in Hawaii. They're gonna go through Demello. They
3: know him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In the same year, Keola released an album with his brother Capono Beamer. This second album was headlined, Jack DeMello Presents (laughs) Keola and Kapono Beamer, entitled This Is Our Island Home, We Are Her Sons. That's
0: beautiful. And
3: subtitled, Hawaiian Slack Key Guitar in the Real Old Style. Awesome. The album featured traditional songs, as well as songs composed by Keola Kapono and their mother, Winona
0: oh damn that's
3: really cool okay because i
0: have not heard a single song from the three of them i haven't either but it's their first
3: the first album together okay cool keola and his younger brother kapuno performed as a duo mixing traditional materials and styles with mainland pop influences in the seven albums they produced over the next decade, they played an important part in establishing the style that came to be called Hawaiian Contemporary. Yeah. Rooted in Hawaiian language and tradition, but open to influences from elsewhere. The title song of the brothers' 1978 Honolulu City Lights was an enormously popular single in the Hawaiian local market. And in 2004, Honolulu Magazine placed the album first on a list of the 50 most important Hawaiian albums. That's pretty huge. That's
0: pretty awesome.
3: In the 1980s, the brothers went their separate ways professionally, but they each produced award-winning records on their own, too. Mm -hmm. Keola Beamer has also been influential as a teacher. He started offering lessons in the early 1970s at a time when most players would only reveal their musical secrets to family members. <laughs> <laughs> About 1972, both Keola and Capono provided slack key guitar lessons at the Guitar and Lute Workshop, a custom guitar manufacturer and recording studio located near Alamoana Shopping Center on P.E. Street how cool is that that they're also taught i love that they gave back he was nominated for a grammy award in 2012 under the best regional roots music album category which is now the catch-all category for hawaiian music (laughs) the same year the musical soundtrack for the motion picture movie descendants was also nominated for the 55th annual grammy awards and he contributed to that album awesome pretty cool And then we have Kapono. So Kapono was a younger half of the group. He was a talented guitarist, composer, singer, producer, arranger, engineer, and recording artist. And similarly to his brother, he is a multiple winner of Hawaii's version of the Grammy Awards, the Nahoku Awards. Right on. Um, With 12 awards he won, including Album of the Year... Um, Male Vocalist of the Year, Contemporary Hawaiian Album of the Year, Instrumental Albums of the Year, Producer of the Year, and Recording Engineer of the Year. So that's pretty cool, <laughs> right? Yeah, he has 19 albums to date. Damn. Capono's recent projects found him in the recording studio with, um, I, I don't want to butcher this. How do you say his name? K- Kia Lee Rachel? Yep. All right. Richelle. Richelle. Okay. So they work together and his hit, I don't know how to oh say that one. Oh my God. You right know that he, really popular CD? So this
0: guy, so this, ca- this, this artist that we're talking about right now, he's awesome.
3: He's huge here. He is huge. Yeah. And
0: you know what we have, I've actually played in all, this is sad. <laughs> In all the goddamn podcasts we've done, I've never played one of his songs. Oh,
3: really? So do you know I haven't realized
0: that? No, he's a Hawaiian with long, beautiful hair, tattoos. He's he's a great guy,
3: gorgeous, soothing voice. Has
0: played with some of the most amazing artists, and it's a shame. And uh, we should be doing some of that soon. I hope
3: very soon. Thanks let's for reminding add me. Him.
0: Of him. Yeah. So his CD, his song. Do you
3: want to try to pronounce it?
0: Keala O
3: That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So that, Kapono contributed to that. He was an associate producer on that CD, as well as a different CD, Mele Lana, which was also with him. Awesome. And I just added this because I thought it was beautiful. Kapono says, I was inspired to create a collection of some of the most beloved Hawaiian melodies, the kind of songs it seems I always knew. Being surrounded by Hawaiian music ever since I can remember, I guess these melodies were planted in my heart at a very young age. Some of my earliest recollections are of my mother dancing the hula to the gentle sounds of an ukulele strumming. I remember the smiling faces of my grandfather and uncles playing their guitars and singing, and the beauty of my grandmother and aunties as they danced around doing the great graceful hula these songs have lived inside of me since those small kid days and i welcome the opportunity to present them along with one added original song in a simple setting of new musical arrangements featuring acoustic guitars it's beautiful that was beautiful
0: (laughs) (laughs) takes you back to what his his, yeah his memories wow that's really great
3: yeah Okay, So that covers it for them, but Bye. check out the rest of his music. Yep, yep,
0: <laughs> check both of them out. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to get right into it, and we're going to go with this band called Country Comfit. We're going to listen to Waimanalo Blues, Pretty Girl, Sunlight, Moonlight, Make It With You. And Blue Skies. And these we, guys are fucking amazing. Oh
3: my God, they're so good. And we actually played one of their songs last week, too, right? Yeah,
0: Hello, Waimanalo. Waimanalo. And yeah. then this one, they also do Waimanalo Blues. Right, which is, which not is classic. We classic love. Classic famous. Actually, after you guys listen to all these, maybe you've heard some of them before, but these guys put some great tunes together.
3: But this research here, it just shocked me. I had no idea. We'll talk about that when we get back. I know.
0: All right. Take a quick break. Actually, it's not a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in five songs. All right. See you then. Right right on.
2: Starting where the mountains left me, I end up where I began. Where I will go, the wind only lonely knows, good
1: times around the bend. I my car, I'm going too far, I'm
2: never coming back again. Tired and worn, I woke up this morning and Found that I was confused Spun right around and found I had lost
1: The things that I couldn't The beaches they
2: sell to build their hotels My father's and I once knew The birds all along, the sun let it know Singing one man all So old, oh, far on the countryside the Birds on the wings forgetting in their wild So I'm headed for the windward side In all of your dreams Sometimes it just seems that I'm just along for the ride Some they will cry because they have pride But someone who loved here died Singing one on all of blue. Singing one on all of blue. Singing one on all of blue. Singing one on all of
4: I and inside just grows and grows. Baby, tell me that you love me. Don't leave me. I know I can make you happy. Just wait and see. I know we can stay together for a long time
0: Uh, back, Yeah, I, I was surprised when you uh, did a little research on this and That's shocked so to find out what happened. So let's go with this. Country Comfort was a hugely popular band who helped change the sound in the direction of contemporary Hawaiian music. And just like you guys, just like what you're saying about the Beamers, this was the time for that contemporary Hawaiian music. And it became the sound of the time. They were the locals of the baby boomer generation who sang in English rather than in Hawaiian and whose musical inspirations came from the folk, folk rock, and blues rock of the mainland, than from the Hawaiian grassroots music of their ancestors. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. The music was relative to the mainland 70s with that Hawaiian vibe to the back of it.
3: Yeah, pretty much. It's
0: just beautiful. It's cool. Billy Ka'awi. Is that right? Was the lead singer of Country Comfort, a Hawaiian folk band whose lazy, sometimes jazzy tunes are still popular throughout the islands today. Uh, Local CC classics included Waimanalo Blues, yep, Sunlight, Moonlight, Hello Waimanalo, Pretty Girl, and Rainy Day Song. Did I have Rainy Day song in there? Oh, I don't know. Shoots, I can't remember. But I can't That's remember. a really good song.
3: <laughs> they can check it out if not.
0: Yeah. Other band members included Chuck Lee. I don't know even what this thing says. <laughs> Mas- I'm just going to say his last name. That's fine. Matsumura, which is fine. <laughs> uh, James Friedenberg. Friedenberg and Randy Lorenzo. The band found trouble in excessive use of alcohol, marijuana, and drugs. Unfortunately, the group self-destructed and disbanded in, the, in early 1976 due to drug and alcohol abuse. Man.
3: So sad. So what
0: were they around for, like five years or Not less? Not
3: very long. Uh, what
0: did they produce? Three albums? Uh, okay, we'll find out. Uh, the founding member and lead singer, Billy Cowie, worked to turn his life around, and in late 1977, Kauai recorded his own solo effort, His versatility proved itself through the entire album. I don't know what that album is. I guess I'm going to have to go find it. From the Jamaican vibes to rock tunes, he was on the verge of what would almost certainly have been an impressive career. However, a few months later, after releasing his solo album, he passed away of drug-related abuse at the age of 28.
3: So heartbreaking. (sighs) I didn't know this. I don't know what his solo album is called either, but they do have one hits album... Well, actually, go ahead and read your, your rest Yeah,
0: of the very best of Country Comfort and Billy Cowie uh, is the most popular album as it includes all their biggest hits. Country Comfort as a group and Billy Cowie as a solo artist. So that
3: album has both.
0: Has both of them on yeah. it. Yeah. So they came back together to do that album.
3: No, I mean, what it has saying? their hits of the Country Comfort oh, band and, and it has his its individual singles. hits. Okay, yeah, and, yeah.
0: The, and the and his music he did personally as a solo artist. Oh, okay. That's cool. The, you know what? The the, the thing about this is, is I didn't know that the singer died, uh, which is a shame. Back in the 70s, I think we all know what happened. Drugs, drugs. We've lost some of the yeah. most amazing artists in their 20s because of drugs and alcohol.
3: It's so sad.
0: It's just crazy. We can go down. I mean, we all know who they are. Of course. You know, from Hendrix to Morrison to... Uh, Japlin, I mean, it's just out of control how many of the most amazing artists we lost. And and I don't think you guys are... You guys know that they're all in their mid-twenties.
3: Yeah, I had no idea for Country Comfort. I had no idea. I had no idea
0: either. But But yeah, their career
3: was very short-lived, but man, they had some good stuff out there. Oh, good
0: stuff. I mean, this band, if this was... So this is what's crazy. After you listen to all these bands, especially like Country Comfort, if these were mainland bands, they would have been fucking enormous. Like they would have been, they would have sold millions of copies. I mean, because they were great. All these bands were great. Okay, let's move on to the
3: next one. All right, let's do it. Next up, we have Kalapana. Kalapana. We are going to listen to Naturally, Nightbird. You Make It Hard. You make it hard, babe. <laughs> the Hurt. <laughs> and When the Morning Comes. Oh, man,
0: this fucking music is awesome. It's good stuff. Right, enjoy, guys. we are back right. after we play these. All right.
2: Light a Overland a soaring. Life below, could he know? He's flying over my laundry. Natural high it makes him sigh to know that he's so free and he's smiling down at me. The mountains Naturally Ooh. You watch the birds Without a word And you wander you birds without a word and you But wander. such a load Have a hope Amaze you, sit and wander You wait for winds To give an assured and hopeful Kind of a sign Sailing to the heavens of your mind But it's flying Naturally Again Of Naturally but Go for your soul that you should remember. The ultimate that he earned didn't take too long. The limits that he reached are dead and gone. Boys flying naturally, forget the mountains naturally. you the shine
4: I've done the wrong thing
2: Saying that I love you Maybe I chose the wrong time Saying it makes me blue But how else can I tell you Well, After leaving me behind Time can't heal a broken heart So I'm laying it on the line Cause you You make it hard, babe make it hard on me You, you make it hard, babe You make it hard on me I lost the girl so many times to learn I'd waste my life to wait for her return Nothing more to say that I can do Cause just the day I found I don't love you you, you, make it hard Somehow, well, if you don't know by now, well, cars and balls you have I more than a family, by your touch, well, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Was just fun. I gave away the sweetest girl I knew, oh, just for you. Would you hurt the man who loves you? Would you hurt them after day? Would you take the love you give me away?
3: into it. Kalapana is an American pop band from Honolulu that combined the sounds of soft rock, pop, and jazz. They're best known for their songs Naturally and The Hurt.
0: Oh god, these songs are so good. So good. You guys just listen to them? Amazing. In
3: 1973, childhood friends David John who goes by DJ Pratt, and Carl James, Milani Bilieu.
0: Good job.
3: began their career by auditioning at the Rainbow Villa for Cecilio and Capuno. And
0: we're going to be talking about them later.
3: Milani ended up performing solo at the Ore House in Hawaii Kai. Oh, where the hell is that? Doesn't exist anymore. I don't think so either. <laughs> and DJ played downstairs at Chuck's in Sunlight with Kirk Thompson. Where is this place? It sounds like a...
0: Great place. I wish it existed.
3: I know. I, we'll have to look it up. Shucks and
0: sunlight.
1: What the?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so the two of them decided to get together in DJ's grandfather's garage with somebody else named Bryant Mackie Fury, another <laughs> solo artist. Who
0: these sound like '70s names?
3: They're great, right? <laughs> who also played at the ore House in Hawaii. Kai. Oh shit!
0: We have to look this Oar House we up. We
3: do. Together, the group wrote songs, rehearsed, and eventually became known as a band Kalapana.
1: You're right
3: on. The literal translation of the word Kalapana is sprouting money. Really? Ironically, they didn't know that. They, they weren't so good with their Hawaiian. So, this is really funny. Um, Kirk had thought the meaning of Kalapana was beat of the music. <laughs> <laughs> dj thought it meant black sand <laughs> apparently nobody actually looked it up but regardless they decided to stick with the name kalapana why because
0: kalapana beach
3: i don't know like where they this... i don't know they just decided to stick with it oh they liked this is the name. so 70s and that. they played their first gig at chucks in hawaii kai oh, well, and there that's go really again. cool isn't
0: it we have to find these two places i know i wonder where they stood oh yeah, man, we have oh, to find that's just that so interesting
3: Kalapana won several Nani Awards, which was a predecessor to Nahoku Awards. Mm-hmm. They were nominated for four categories and received Best Performance by a duo or group and Best Male Vocalist for Mackie, who, get this, later split from the group to join Billy Kwai in Country Comfort. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. It's so interesting, right? The connections. Yeah. cool. So the group added Randy Aloya to replace Mackie. Their last album, Blue Album, was released in 2002. However, they also released a few greatest hit collections in 2008 and 2018. Ah. And Milani Bilyeu, co-founder of the group, passed away in December of 2018 at age 69. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Damn. Yeah, the, you know, I'm trying to think which one of these bands is my favorite.
3: Oh, that's a tough one. They're kind of really different. They're,
0: they're different. It's weird. They're similar, they're but they're different. different. Right. Exactly what you said. Kalapana. Uh, oh, man. Right now. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. I love Kalapana and I love Cecilio and Capono. I would say Kalapana has a, like the hippiest, like the coolest tunes. Yeah. But Cecilio and Capono have an extensive collection of great songs. So I can't even count the number one songs that they had. That's
3: a really good point. They were around forever.
0: Well, they were around for the '70s together. Yeah. And then they broke up and went on to do their own albums. Right, right, right. And some other stuff happened. But they just have so much
3: out there. Yeah, we'll get into that. But they
0: put in of the four albums that they did together in the '70s. Cecilio on Capono had more number one hits. Like, like you could just go through a whole album and listen to it, and every song is great.
3: It's true. Yeah. But if you were to just go by your favorite all-time songs, like for me, I think it would be Waimanalo Blues and Honolulu City Lights. Okay, so it's Beamers
0: these? and Country Comfort from uh, Them.
3: But see, I'm not going to say they're my favorite bands. I'm just saying right. individual songs. Right, but
0: as a group of the 70s, I'm going to go with Calopano because yeah. they had like a solid eight songs that you could just listen to straight up.
3: I agree. As Cecilio, a group. Yeah, as a group. As a group, I would go with Kalapana, too, because I can listen to every song I hear by them and just, like, love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Cecilio and Capono, which we're going to talk about later, um, they just had like 30 songs you could listen to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were all, like, good. Sure. They weren't all great, but they were all good, so. That's tough. Okay. So now we're going to get into a different band, and this band is Mana.
3: They're a different sound.
0: Different sound. And it's more. Olomana were. Their songs were longer. There was a lot more instrumental in them. And they were super chill. Like, you can smoke a joint and listen to these next five songs and be like in heaven.
3: But these songs yeah. were written with purpose. They were right. very meaningful. Yeah. And you'll get into that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go listen to Seabirds. Ku'u Home O. Kahalu'u, Home, So Free, and Pili Aloha. All right. All right. Let's go listen to them.
1: We'll be back.
3: Get your
0: doobie going. And oh, uh, we'll be right back. All right.
2: Let me as you find me. Miquel, aloha, tu, Romeo Carrado. Miquel, aloha, tu, Romeo Carrado. Miquel, aloha, tu, Romeo Carrado. Not knowing why I found the reason for staying Found the beauty insane This is my, my home Because here there are rainbows and mid-morning showers People are laughing and loving their hours Young and the old men back home We are brothers So I'm Staying on On Oh I've got to be there Oh I've got to be
1: There
2: I'm staying No, I'm Leaving But I'm just hanging on Not knowing why? I found the reason for staying Found the beauty in saying This is my, my home Because here there are rainbows and mid-morning showers People are laughing and loving their hours the the young men back home we are brothers, so I'm staying on, on, home i got to be there, home i got to be there, home i got to be of the stick you don't need a just shall let it be take me take me take me to the country where lies so I'm a noob
0: Back to discuss Olomana in 1973, Jerry Santos and Robert, what is it? Mount? I think so. Oh boy, that's a tough one. <laughs> Joint forces to introduce an exciting new sound to the Hawaiian music scene. Totally new sound, totally different. Uh, I don't know. I think they. I think they stand out as the different sound out of all these bands.
3: Right, um, but still classical in still, a way. Still,
0: still in a way, has a little bit of uh, Kalapana style uh, music to it. Uh, taking the name of the beautiful Wimwood O'ahu Mountain, which was so much a part of their childhood memories. Do you want to talk about what Olamana is?
3: Olamana? It's an amazing hike that I'm yeah. <laughs> dying to do. I haven't done it actually yet.
0: Yeah, it's a—it's um, an awesome hike uh, in Kailua. Kailua, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people have lost their lives climbing it.
3: Well, so, yeah, so there's one part of it that's yeah, very dangerous. Yeah,
0: so Olamana has three peaks. The first peak most people do... Uh, that's what i want to do yeah and that's all you really need to do yeah and the first the first it's also the best views in on that one the second and third peaks are more for can, so you, can going, you can I can i do it and, going, not, and survive? yeah
3: so going down and the second and up the third is the most dangerous spot i've heard right
0: right right Olomana blended contemporary and traditional music styles to create a unique sound that is deeply rooted in the aina people and culture of hawaii Specifically, Olamana's music reflects the social, political, and cultural aspects of Hawaii and her people. They brought their sounds to many of Hawaii's nightclubs and concert stages. In 1976, their first recording, Like a Seabird in the Wind, was re- received <laughs> in songs like Santos's "Kuu Home o Kahalu'u and Bumont's. Home became instant favorites. Two more albums followed, and So We Are in 1978 helped to focus a generation of Hawaiians on a concept of Aloha Aina, Love for the Land, with Uncle Harry Mitchell's Mele O Kaholave. They continued to record in the 80s, influenced by the Aloha of Friends and counselor Emma DeFry's Come to Me Gently, in 1981, would acknowledge the reward of the sharing between generations. They earned six Nahoku Awards, including a Song of the Year Composers Award for Jerry Santos' title, Come to Me Gently, and a Haku Hakumele Composers Award for Auntie Emma DeFries, A Kuu Sweet Le Poi Na Ole Good job. <laughs> You're doing great. You're, I'm, I'm getting screwed here. I'll <laughs> <laughs> give you a hard lens. <laughs> uh, by the time the group had expanded to include Wally Sunaga on bass and Willie Paikuli on drums and assorted Hawaiian and standard percussion instruments. <gasps> In 1982, Robert Baymount passed away, and Nani Poliona. <laughs> joined the group. What are you doing to me here?
3: (laughs) This is great. (laughs) Keep
0: going. As the group continued to perform live, the album Through the Years was released to acknowledge Baymont's contributions to the music and spirit of Olomana. It contained a new song written especially for Baymont entitled The Love Light In Your Eyes mm. I don't have that song down But I I listened to it It's it's a good song
3: I don't think I've heard that one Yeah In
0: 1992 Their last album Oh god <laughs> Imao Ana Kaha A heao.
3: That's pretty really good I
0: don't think that Last part's right But oh, I'm going part. with it
1: I
3: think it's right. Uh,
0: Enduring Pride, a collection of music that celebrates the group's love for the people, land, and steadfast spirit of the Hawaiian culture. Once again, the music community recognized their efforts with three Nahoku Awards, including the traditional Hawaiian album of the year.
3: Pretty awesome. Yeah,
0: you can still see Jerry Santos performing live today at different resort bars, including Disney's, Olani, and Hilton Hawaiian Village. No clue. Yeah, didn't pretty, know that. I
3: didn't know that either, and I think that's so wonderful. How obviously, old is that, man? I don't know, but he's got to be getting up there. He's
0: got to be getting up there, like like uh, Henry Capone, too. Yeah.
3: So obviously you can't see them right now, but... can't see nothing right now.
0: <laughs> can't even see the beach. Well, actually, <laughs> no. from Illinois, you can see it.
3: <laughs> Hopefully he'll go back to performing after all this. I we'll hope see. so. Right on. All right. So we're going to listen to our final 70s band, right. Cecilio and Caponeo. We have good night and good morning. Excellent song. Here with you. Sailing sunflower you and me.
0: Oh, we could just keep going on with those.
3: <laughs> All right, so
0: go, let's go listen to them and we'll be right back. All right. Funny how the times
2: can i Sweet memory I'm thinking of Life is so peaceful here with you And like a tale with a happy ending Like a harmony's perfect blending Life is so peaceful here with you, love. I'm staying here with you, my lady. That's just what I A beautiful day of sunshine Like the thought of your face crossing my mind Life is so peaceful here with you And the sweet memories would hold me Giving meaning to love online Life is so peaceful. Jackson was an old man, the skipper of the sea, and he dreams about one day an island he'll find I lost in the ocean. Passing in time In and... them quite well and he loves them quite well but those are just story stories to tell and he loves his lady and his whiskey is sweet Sailing's his first love. It keeps us so free. good times in the sunset Make this world a flower garden. I will take you in my arms and then, Sunflower. I- Fui
3: are back. So they were a Hawaiian rock duo. With their long hair, beards, jeans, palaka (laughs) shirts, and puka shell necklaces, Cecilio and Capuno, better known as C and K, were the typical Hawaii hippie musicians of the (laughs) 1970s. Their music played mainly on acoustic instruments, fit the Hawaiian music style, and resonated with pop audiences. They created a template still used by many island artists, such as Jack Johnson and John Cruz. Right on.
0: Uh, You know, it's funny, when you do listen to uh, C&K, you do hear a lot of John Cruz and Jack Johnson in there. Like, they took it from them. Yeah, they did. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's so cool.
3: Capono, Henry Capono, from Kapahulu, Hawaii, and Cecilio who is Cecilio David Rodriguez from Santa Barbara, California, met on Oahu's North Shore in 1973. Mutual interest in Crosby, Stills and Nash, Stevie Wonder, and Holland Oates motivated them to perform together, first covers and then originals.
0: Interesting.
3: The duo released three albums on Columbia Records, the self-titled Cecilio and Capono in 1974, a Lua, which I learned in my Hawaiian language mm-hmm. class means two. Two, actually. In 1975. Right on. And Night Music in 1977. To date, the duo has released more than a dozen full-length albums, which have incorporated various genres, including Top 40 Pop, Modern Soul, Funk, Disco Rock, and Traditional Hawaiian. Right. So it sounds like they do it all. They do. Individually, they did, did, yes. (laughs) Individually, the two artists have also released numerous solo recordings. Their last album together was released in 1999. So, here's what happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Cecilio was given a deferred acceptance of a not guilty plea in Hawaii in 1994 on charges involving sexual contact with a minor.
0: Yeah. Not on, the best thing.
3: No. On January 27th, 2012, he pleaded no contest to sexually molesting two young sisters in Los Angeles, which occurred in the late 1990s and began serving his one-year prison sentence on March 9th, 2012, followed by five years of probation.
0: Yeah, so do you want to discuss that at all?
3: I mean, uh, I didn't know about it. I was devastated to learn that because it really bothers me. I, when I was researching it, one of the girls was like eight or nine years old. The other girl was like 12 or 13, so.
0: Yeah, so what's disturbing is that honestly the music is amazing of it's course. beautiful and it's albums that were made in the 70s and 30 40 years later after cecilio and capono long had broken up cecilio just did some nasty things and it's a shame and really he's been shunned out of uh, hawaii now okay and um capono doesn't talk to him anymore obviously
3: but here's the thing yeah Henry Capono is still performing today and he's oh, yeah. incredible he is incredible so check his music out
0: yeah yeah so don't kind of put a relationship between them two now which they're not related at all or hang out with not each connected, other anymore yeah so you know although they had probably seriously 20 30 amazing songs during the 70s and we played some of them for you right now and you can't deny that they're amazing and beautiful. Uh, so it's hard to separate what had happened to their music. And I honestly try not to do it. I, it it I just
3: puts a bad taste in my mouth. But yeah, I, I get it. I can't deny the music is beautiful. I just Yeah,
0: know. I've kind of just said, you know what? This music came out back in the 70s. Maybe he was a different person back then. People change. People decide they're going to do th- stupid things. I, don't, I know. don't know if it was something he's always been involved in.
3: So who knows? Yeah. Uh, to me, it doesn't matter when he did it, it matters that he did it, and I yeah, can't separate no, I that it. like you can. But I love Henry Kapono, and you can catch him at many venues, but he's most popular for his legendary concerts on Sunday Fundays at Duke's in Waikiki.
0: Right on. I loved, the, I loved their music from the 70s. Of course. So I'm going to still listen to their music, you know, mm-hmm. and I hope you guys do too. You can still hold the feelings that you may hold because, you know, this was a little discussion that me and Amanda had was, do we include this or do we keep it separate from their relationship together in the 70s? and
3: The music is... A piece of Hawaii's history. Yes. We can't just disregard it, but I think it's important to be honest about what happened, yeah. so everybody is informed.
0: Yeah. So we discussed earlier in the, uh, you know, off the podcast that, you know, that's something we need to include. And Amanda said, you know, we've been, we were always honest with everybody on the podcast. And, and if it was just my decision, I probably would You just, wouldn't have mentioned it. I wouldn't have mentioned it because it's not related, I believe, from the 70s. But Amanda's like, well, if they look them up, they're going to find it. And they're going to say, why didn't, why didn't Wade and Amanda talk about that?
3: Because I feel like you need to know who you're supporting. that's and correct. It's not fair to blindside people. That's all. That's so, all comes and,
0: to and and, and and that was my issue because uh Henry Capono was such an amazing artist.
3: And a great person.
0: Right. So what I'm telling you is I'm telling you to go and purchase his music, which was Cecilio and Capono. Right. So you have You're to still make,
3: supporting him, Henry y- Capono. Yes, yeah. but you're
0: also supporting Cecilio. So you have to make a decision whether you guys want to do that or whether you love the music and you love Capono more in a way to where you're willing to still support his music, but also unfortunately support Cecilio. Yeah. I don't support Cecilio, obviously. I don't think any no, of us of do. of not. But it's a decision you have to make, and if I was to make a decision on purchasing their old albums from the 70s, I would on the only thing is that I'm supporting Capono because he doesn't deserve music. He, yeah, doesn't he doesn't deserve. deserve to be punished yeah and I believe that he had a hard time with this oh, and course. he was like you know well did Capono know was he involved in anything like that no so you know that's the thing and it's unfortunate and we just want to be very clear with you guys on that so you can still support Capono.
3: yeah for sure
0: whether it's both their musics because Capono's in there, or Capono Now Today, which he still has albums coming out today.
3: We love Capono. We yes, want we him on the show one day.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we just think he's such a great guy and We hope to music. have him on the
0: show when we all really this COVID's over, because yeah. right now he's stuck in his house, too. So. I know. <laughs> and he lives in Hawaii, Kai, too, so he's right down the street he's from here. Neighbor. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to do it for our favorite 70s bands, but there's, you know, there's so many out there. So go out there, look up Hawaii 70 bands, wherever you want, online, find music that you like. And then hopefully support these bands. Mm
3: -hmm. I hope so, because it's good stuff.
0: Yeah. So the thing is, is when I was looking for music and stuff, I was uh, looking up Olomana, and I found somebody's quote. So I just want to go over that with you guys. And it was based on the song So Free, Mm. and it honestly captures what locals felt back in the 70s about living in Hawaii. Let's the, hear it. Yeah, so this guy writes, So free, the days when we cruise around the island, going one beach to next, cooler packed with food and drinks, meeting up with old friends from all over the islands. Oh, yeah, no cell phones, no internet, just one another to talk stories, laugh, cry, fight, but always make up and make better. No worries, it's Puccalolo <gasps> and Hines all night long. God bless.
3: Ooh, <laughs> <It's> carefree just... <laughs> days. <laughs> What What happened to those days? I don't know. Is there any days like that today? Not during COVID.
0: (laughs) Jesus. I wish we could go back to that time, that feeling of just being in the back of a truck and... Having some heinies, smoking a doobie, and just relaxing on the beach and listening no to the No care 70s. in the world,
3: no stress. No, back then there was
0: no, no stress. In the 70s, you could afford Hawaii. You could move to Hawaii and afford it then. Mm. It's just crazy how things have changed. So, just want to say thank you to everybody who continues to support this podcast.
3: Mahalo. Again and
0: again, we are so thankful for the patrons that continue to support this podcast and allow us to do it. This is not easy to do. It's not cheap to do. We're always getting new equipment. We just got new equipment. I don't think we've even mentioned that. Oh,
3: we got headphones so we can actually hear ourselves now. Yes, well, we (laughs) actually got
0: good headphones. It's like really good ones where we're crystal clear now. It was
3: a struggle before. Yeah,
0: so you guys are supporting these types of things. And, you know, the people who do listen to us for free, we understand that it's hard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we could really, you know, if we can get some more support. You know what I mean? (laughs) We would appreciate it. Because I, I, I personally feel, you know, like, listen, the patrons are supporting this show. And if it wasn't for them,
1: there would the be no other free patrons episodes, would be. Yeah, yeah, there would be
0: no free episodes. So they're listening for free. So, you know, anything would help yep. to support us. Absolutely. So we really appreciate it. Uh, masks are on the way, everybody. So masks Yay. have been shipped, as far as I know. And we're still going with the dates of September 12th, I believe. To the 17th, depending if you're, like, in New Hampshire or if you're in California or wherever you may be. But you should be getting them next week. Is that? Yeah, I think that's right. Next week, I think. Shirts and hats. Now, the shirts and hats, uh, we're going to be making a post soon concerning getting everyone's addresses and shirt sizes, as well as a poll, I think, on whether we want to do snapback lids or distressed caps.
3: So the hat style you like?
0: Yeah, because...
3: The first ones, Aloha Life ones that you did originally are snapbacks. Snapbacks,
0: yes. They're very clean, very, you know, they're not ones to bend or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of let's let's see who wants to get a snapback and who wants to get distressed that looks like it's beaten up a little bit and you can curl it and everything. And, you know, so because I know people have different tastes... And some people don't like the snapbacks. Like, like Personally, you, you don't like really like a snapback.
3: I don't. So they're huge here in Hawaii. Hawaii they are loves, huge. Hawaii loves snapbacks. It's almost impossible to buy any kind of I other know, hat here. I know. But I personally love the distressed look because I love to curl it around my face. I have yeah. a small head. That's my thing. So for me, I feel like the snapbacks are way too huge for my face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think know. it's generational too, though. I think more of the snapbacks are for the younger generation.
3: That's true.
0: And That's the true. distressed... Uh, Caps that you can bend and more like the old baseball caps. They're more for like the thirty and forty year olds and fifty year olds. And the 60 dad year olds. hats. <laughs> the dad hats. I'm sorry, but it's true. I love
3: them. It's yeah. Okay.
0: But see, my Wade's World Hawaii are the distressed. They're
3: my favorite yes yeah.
0: and I really do love them. Yeah,
3: they're beautiful. So
0: I don't mind printing both. I just got to find out if you guys want one or you know if you mm, guys want one or the you. other. So we'll figure it out. But also, you know, please realize once again that a lot of things are not opened here and we wanted to produce these this month and we're going to still work on that we're going to still do that i'm actually got some i'm going to be getting some samples in soon On maybe doing patches instead of having it engraved just into the hats, Mm -hmm. like we'll do Aloha Life patches and put them on the hats. Yeah, sounds great. So I'm working on a bunch of things still. So hopefully.
3: But your point is, it might take a little longer. Little longer. Everything's closed or like limited.
0: Yeah. And I want to buy in Hawaii and and make. I want it made in Hawaii. Right, right. I don't want to go outside of that. So the thing is, is that the local businesses here are not all open, and the place that I always go to to get all my printing. Um, they only have one out of three machines working, so I would be put in line. We would mm-hmm. be put in line right. to produce. So just hold on, be patient, guys, and we'll be releasing some posts soon on Facebook. You guys got to let us know all the information that we're going to ask, and then we'll get ready to start producing. Right. Sounds good. Now, you might be saying, how the hell did Wade and Amanda forget Don Ho in this, in the 70s? <laughs> I mean, it's true, right? I mean, Don Ho is... How do you forget Don Ho? We didn't forget Don Ho. No, we didn't, because we're going to be doing an upcoming podcast on the music and life of Don Ho later on this month.
3: He's so special, he gets his own episode. We
0: have to give him his own episode. (laughs) He's got so much amazing music. He had such an amazing life. Uh, Yeah, we're going to do a whole podcast on him. All right?
3: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: So we're going to exit song, and that is going to be...
3: Keola okay, and Capono Beamer, Sweet Akole. Yes.
0: I mean, how can you not love this song? Uh, I've played it before, but I'll play it again. And uh, that's going to be it. We're going to wrap it up. So, Sweet there Akole. Right. All right, ready? Shoot!
2: Salamah! I was sitting on the curb without a nickel. And a pretty little girl passed by on a bicycle I must confess I was a little bored But when she passed by she made my spirit soar There was something about her that made me change my mood She had a sweet, sweet, sweet oh old She had a sweet, sweet oh old Many fine young men come into this tavern And you think that a glass of beer is what they are after. Well, they sit alone in the candlelight and gaze intensely at the many sights What do they want to take home with them tonight? Oh, oh. They want sweet, sweet, sweet oh They want sweet, sweet, sweet how I love That sweet Okole Everybody needs Some sweet Okole There was a fine young wrestler Lee And he built his big strong body Eating sashimi that girls would scream wherever he went It wasn't for his intelligence They only screamed when he put on his tight black shorts
1: Ooh. Ooh. They, was sweet, 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 oh
2: they were screaming for his sweet sweet O'Cole They were screaming for his sweet sweet oh Sweet okole Everybody needs
4: Some sweet calling Everybody needs Some sweet calling When you speak of aloha It's all the above All the good yeah. So that officer
2: rightway right away range Aloha Whether
4: it's porno my okay. kind, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha. Be no. be righteous.
2: i